Hey guys, how are we doing? Uh, I hope everyone's doing well. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back and listening to Ramble Bamba. Uh, uh, we are, we're feeling good this morning. Um, I wanted to make this podcast today because... There's been a lot going on on my end and nothing bad, just a new chapter, just, you know, the messy waves of starting something new, ending something and just creating a vision that or taking steps to the vision that I've created in my mind. So... I just wanted to come on here again. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope this reaches all the right people and impacts you and puts a light bulb on in your brain or makes you feel more comforting of the thoughts that you've had on this subject. And I just hope it's rejuvenating for you. So I want to talk about the higher power. Mm, such a touchy subject, I feel like, especially nowadays, because everyone has their own opinions, everyone has their own views, their own beliefs, which I completely understand. Um, everyone is entitled to their own views and their own beliefs, of course, and how they want to live their life. I feel like if they're not killing anyone, if they're not lying, if they're just an overall good person, then you know what? If you believe that, you know, whatever you believe is right. Like as long as you're a good person, believe whatever you want. And it's funny because I used to be that touchy person. I used to be that person that didn't want to talk about the subject of a higher power or God or religion, um, or anything of the sorts. I would get uncomfortable and awkward I wouldn't know what to say. I wouldn't know what to believe in. Uh, I was never raised with the talk of God. Um, I was never raised with religion. I never even learned, actually to this day, I need to practice that and memorize that, but the God's prayer. So I couldn't even recite it to you right now. If I, if I wanted to, I would have to look it up. But when I was, so when I was younger, like we, my family never went to church. My mom was a believer of God. Uh, my dad wasn't. So it was kind of hard in a household where you don't have the same beliefs to practice a certain thing or to, you know, teach your children what you believe in. Cause of course it's life and it's difficult. And if you don't have a teammate that believes in the same thing you do, it's, it's kind of hard to share that with your children. Which is okay. Again, everything happens for a reason. So I never grew up with any any sort of beliefs. I remember having my mom called us oh, pres, Presbyterians. Pre, I don't even, I could never pronounce it. I remember me and my siblings like struggling to pronounce it. And I had no idea what it was. No idea what their beliefs was or their practices. I was just like, yeah, we're a Presbyterian or a Presbyterian or whatever it's called. <laughs> Um, 
people were probably like, okay, it's like Finding Nemo, like a na na ma na ma So then I grew up and, you know, never had an interest of reaching out to kind of learn on my own. Um, I was a teenager, I think 17, when I was with a boyfriend at the time. And he was very religious. He went to church. Um, he prayed. Um, and he, I remember him asking me one day if I wanted to go to church. And, you know, I was just kind of like, eh, I don't really know, like, what time you going? Like, <laughs> that was what's most boring to me. I'm like, ooh. And he's like, oh, like 730. I was like, I'm like, I don't feel like it. I'm okay. Thank you, though. Thank you. But I'm okay. And he got mad at me. So that kind of gave me, you know, an awful taste in my mouth of religion. I was like, well, if you're going to get, like, if I'm bad for not going, I was like, I don't want to be forced to go. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm obligated to go. Um, I want to do it out of pleasure, out of, you know, my own will. So it just kind of gave me a bad taste in my mouth even more of religion and it pushed me back even more and I just didn't even think about it anymore. Um, so it wasn't really until my mid twenties where I kind of dove into learning about the Bible and the story of God and realizing that the book, the Bible itself is truly like a direction in life. It's literally like, it's kind of like a handbook. Um, it's all written out. It's all planned out. And before I get into that, I feel like I should just explain. So what got me into learning about it is spirituality. My sister showed me spirituality, um, just starting with like meditating and journaling and you know, law of attraction, laws of the universe. And I was like, there's so much to this. And there's so much technique and mapping and power. I'm like, things, like, if you really think about it in life, I'm like, we have no control over our external atmosphere, our external environment. So who does? what does and like you think about it so I love the whole thing about coincidences <laughs> when people are like oh, I have no idea why that happened or oh, like I just felt it like or like mm, how did why did that person come into my life like three times or like why is this person keep showing up those aren't coincidences everything happens for a reason I had someone argue with me that everything doesn't happen for a reason. I'm like, okay, so why does it happen? Just for shits and giggles. <laughs> okay. So with learning about spirituality, I was intrigued. I was like, there's more to this. There's more to this planet. There's more to this earth than us as humans mindlessly going throughout our day, just doing as we're told from when we were young and eventually getting into this pit of kind of just robot motion technology of being on a hamster wheel and doing the same thing over and over again. And that's, I feel like, why the world has kind of gone to the side of insanity 
because what we're taught is not to open our brains, is not to experience why we've come to this life and why we're here in general. Um, I listen to Michael Todd. Michael Todd is probably my favorite pastor that I have ever listened to. Um, the way he explains things, the way he presents his messages and relates them to kind of this century attitude and it makes it very relatable and it resonates with me so much. If you have not listened to him, he is in Transformation Church, Michael Todd. He's amazing. So I listened to one of his messages yesterday and he was saying, he was like, everyone's goal on earth is to get to heaven. Like that's everyone's end goal to get to heaven. But if you have faith and if you believe in God, like your, your eternity is guaranteed. Like you're going to get to heaven because God loves you. We are all God's children and he doesn't want like... How does an all-powerful, loving God create a space where his children burn to death? God does not want that. That is not God's intention. God's intention is to bring you back to him so you're protected, you're safe, and you're loved. So we are all going to heaven regardless. But it's not, it's not the goal. It's not the overall life goal. The life goal is is to create heaven on earth. And if you listen to his message, this is what Michael Todd talks about. Um, it's the, his upgrade series and it's in the episode, You Need All Three, where he talks about you need all three of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. You need three baptisms. You need salvation. You need water baptized. You need baptized in the Holy Spirit. Like you need all three in order to create heaven on earth. Because you can, you can say that you believe in God and, but then live hell on earth. So like you're trying to get to heaven, but then your life is hell and you're miserable and you're depressed because you don't take the extra steps and the extra actions to upgrade your life and he talks about, Michael Todd also talks about, I'm going to reference him a lot because he's just fucking like, his words are just like, oh, I love it. But especially in this series, the upgrade, like he talks about like, why not get the upgrade in life? Why not? We all have this source inside of us that if we tap into, we can access so many gifts and so much power within us. And I understand it sounds voodoo. It sounds mumbo jumbo. It sounds unrealistic. I get it because I never understood it. But once you get a piece of it and once you believe, so a lot of people, they rely on sight. They need to see it. So they're very closed off to anything other than what they have been taught or what they have experienced in their life. A lot of people fall into the victim attitude where they're closed off, they got their arms crossed, and they're like, show me, prove it, show it to me. Well, you know what that closed off mentality is giving you? It's giving you a closed off mind, a closed off life to where you are not going to experience the gifts 
and pleasures that life has for you because you are blocking it because you have such this little animosity of like, I don't believe it because this is what my life has given me and I don't believe that there's some sort of bigger source, bigger power that's going to make everything fantastic and fabulous like just by believing it. But I had gotten a while ago a tattoo walk by faith on my foot. I did not have any religious background, like no belief or whatever, but the tattoo was pretty. I went into a tattoo shop and I was comparing two tattoos. I was either going to get the walk by faith one or three doves on my back. So like in the background, like I have always been spiritual. I've always been a believer. I just never felt comfortable talking about it because I didn't know any, I lacked knowledge. So I went into this tattoo parlor and I was getting quotes on these tattoos and there was a lady standing next to me and she saw the tattoos that I was comparing and she points to the walk by faith one. She goes, get that one, get that one. And I was like, I was like, okay. So I like turned to her and I was like, and then she pulls up her arm and she has it tattooed on her bicep. And I was like, well, if that ain't a damn sign, I don't know what is. (laughs) So I was like, okay. I was like, that's the one I'm getting. Literally no further question. Don't care how much it is. That's the one I want. And I got it on my right foot. And it's literally my most, it's my favorite tattoo. And until that was probably when I was, mm, I want to say 18, 19, 20, around that age. And I didn't come into spirituality until about mm, 26 So I even had people ask me, they're like, what's your favorite? Like I worked at a job and my manager came up to me and she saw my tattoo and she goes, what's your favorite scripture? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know any scriptures. I couldn't tell you. So, and that was, that was seven years ago. So that was like when I was 21. But, um, yeah. And it wasn't until like 26 where I learned about my faith and I learned that you walk by faith not by sight. And it correlates with kind of like the law of attraction. Like you have to feel it. You have to act it out before it can become a reality in your life. Like you have to believe that it's true. And I understand, I understand how it sounds backwards to people's minds. Like I get it, but you literally have to believe that it's true for it to blossom in your life. So when I realized that I had a bigger purpose on this planet and I had this vision and I don't know if I've said this before, but when you have a vision or in your imagination, that is God giving you a vision or a preview of what your life can be, what your life can consist of and your reality be. It exists. You just need to catch up with it. Time needs to catch up to your reality that already exists in another dimension. I get it. Again, sounds mumbo jumbo. Sounds weird. Sounds like I'm fucking smoking something, but it's not. It's literally an imagination is what you can create your life to be. So when I found this bigger purpose in my life and I was like, I had these amazing, huge dreams that... I never thought that I could reach. I never like, and still to this day, I struggle with believing in myself. I mean, my boyfriend the other day called me on my bullshit and was like, you don't believe in yourself. I'm like, don't, 
don't tell me stuff that I know that I don't want to hear. <laughs> but sometimes we need to hear that because we need that extra push. We need that extra like, no, you can do this. Like you need to, but you need to believe in yourself and only you can believe it. Like you can have other people believe in you, but at the end of the day, you have to believe fully in yourself and you have to have faith in God that he's got you. And in the message last night, like with everything that I'm going through right now, the message last night resonated so hard because Michael Todd literally started the service out with some people need to lean back into God because God's like, I'll catch you. I got you. Lean back. It's like he was literally saying he's like, rest. You need to rest because I've got you. Like, this is your plan. This is the plan I have for you. This is the vision I've gave to you. This is the dreams I've given to you. I've given you, like, it's not like he's going to dangle something in your face and be like, oh, you can't get it. Oh, you got to be quicker than that. Like, no, God's not going to do that. He's put these visions and these dreams in your head because he knows your capability. He knows that you have the power of him within inside you. And with that, you have so much righteousness and you have so much power and you have so much ability. You have all the tools to get to where you need to be. And if you feel like you don't have the tools, he's going to put people in your life, situations, opportunities, or he's going to put you in opportunities and you in rooms where you are able to connect and network with people to get you where you need to be. So once I came to this bigger picture and I'm like, wow, I'm like, I'm meant to do more in this world. Like I am meant to make a difference in this world. And I started getting the idea of what I wanted to do, of how I, not even how I wanted to do it, just that I wanted to do it. And I was like, um, if you listen to my previous podcast, I talk about how I used to tell my mom that like I was going to change the world. I was going to make everyone love each other. And she's like, honey, that's a big job. She still tells me to this day. She told me just the other day. Um, but when I realized this purpose I had, I had to go through, I had to go through lessons to create the character that I needed to be in order to flourish in the person that I'm going to be, in order to accomplish the things that my future self is going to accomplish. I needed to become a person of like dignity, ambition, discipline, love, compassion, um, strong independence, organized, like all of these things, patience. I needed to learn and I needed to become stronger And with all the hardships that I went through and the things that the people that I encountered, I like they all gave me a little piece of what I needed to be, a little lesson of what I needed to learn. And it brought me to this day with John James and he is, he is growing me like each and every day, helping me mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, like everything. And it's so overwhelming and so, uh, what's the word I want to use? It's just like, 
mm, like literally flabbergasted just came into my mind. I'm just like, it's just overall divine. It's overall powerful. It's refreshing. It's, again, I want to say overwhelming because it's something that I've never experienced in my life. But I feel like I'm getting off the topic because it's just, there's so much, there's so much happening. But when I got into spirituality and when I learned about this bigger purpose in my life, God gave me what I needed in order to blossom and make these come to flourishing. Um, and I love listening to Steve Harvey. I love listening to Eddie. I'm not going to say his last name right, but it's like Pinero. It's P-I-N-E-R-O. And Steve Harvey mentions, I love him. He mentions in the Bible, Habakkuk 2 and 2. So he goes, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. So he talks about this with vision boards and how vision boards and journaling and writing things down are so important because if you write down your vision or you, you know, create a vision of how you want your life, then he who readeth it run to it. And it kind of gives a clear vision to the Holy Spirit of what you're desiring. And he then takes that information to God. And it's like, okay, like you're ready. Like this is like, okay, let's get you lessons to move on to this stage of your life. And it is very mm, spooky, <laughs> I want to say, of how much it does work and how much <laughs> this is why like I've started to really believe in a higher power because I started journaling and doing vision boards I haven't done one in a while I need to do another one but I've done these things and things have happened in my life to where I'm like I didn't do that alone like that wasn't just because of me like there is a higher power out there that is literally being like, okay, Amber, this way, like literally you, you can see like a, like a kind adult, like directing a child away from traffic. It's like, okay, nope, we're going to go this way now. We're going to turn this way. And it's so funny how things happen and people think it's a coincidence when it's not. It's just the Holy Spirit guiding you through your life and what you're, where you're meant to be. And The greatest thing about life is that we always have a choice. We have a choice in which direction we want to go. So Michael Todd talks about this, how the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. It will never force itself on you. It will never uh, be rude and, you know, just invite himself in. He's always there. The Holy Spirit's always there always next to you, always wanting to help, always giving you signs and single sing, signals that are there to help guide you. But us as humans, that's what differentiates us from animals is that we have a choice. We have this choice of decisions, of direction, um, where to go, what to choose. And we can get all the signs and we can see the signs if we want, but we need to 
learn how to acknowledge them and listen. Like my mom always told me, listen to your gut, listen to your gut. And I was like, okay, mom, like my gut's going to tell me what's right or wrong. Okay. You're crazy. But I learned 27 years young that she was right. Like that gut feeling is the Holy Spirit inside you telling you which direction to take. And you can either ignore it and get into a situation where you're going to learn a bigger lesson where the Holy Spirit's going to end up like, "Mm, like, no, don't do it. Um, Or you can take the direction and it may not be something that you necessarily want to do. Like, because your mind, again, is going to trick you into being comfortable. And whether your mind is comfortable in chaos, uh, in abuse, like, that's where it's going to lead you. When you have, that's why you have to be, you literally have to be the control master of your mind um, and reach into that Holy Spirit spirit power in order to override your mind and over able to override the uncomfortability that your mind is trying to keep you in because, and this is what I'm currently learning, is to take a leap of faith and to get out of what's comfortable because just because it's comfortable doesn't mean it's fulfilling, doesn't mean that it's going to get you where you need to be. Yeah, it's comfortable and you feel secure, but is there really anything more secure than God, than the faith in God? Because again, you can't control your external atmosphere, your environments. Anything can happen. Let's say like a job, you feel like you have a secure job because you have uh, 401k or a pension and you have benefits and you know you get paid bi-weekly you feel good you can pay your bills like you have no stress but are you happy is that your vision is that your dream if it is great but again there's really no security because you can be let go at any time you can be replaced at any time and then what are you left with do you have something to back you up that makes you feel fulfilled, that keeps you waking up every day that you're working on? If not, then what are you? Because a lot of people base their worth and their personality and who they are on their job because that's where you spend most of your time, most of your life is literally spent at a job. And if you don't like that job, you are spending your precious time on this earth Instead of creating heaven for yourself, you're living in hell. So to be able to step out of that takes a lot of faith. It takes guts. It, because that's all we're programmed to do. So, and I'm kind of preaching to myself right now and giving myself a pep talk because this is the situation that I'm going through is where I really need a big leap of faith to continue to do something that I love to do and to create my own reality. Like I saw something from Abraham Hicks the other day. It was like, "Mm, you're lazy. You're, you're lazy. You're just going with the flow. You're going to what's safe instead of creating your own reality in this huge world that has so much opportunity and so much possibilities. Like think about all the things that you haven't experienced and think about how many people are out there doing their own thing and experiencing their own situations that you haven't even encountered. There are so many little worlds in this big world that you can be a part of, 
But because you want to stay in your safe zone, in your comfort zone, in your little bubble, you are creating a lack of experience in your own life. And just think of how many other doors can open for you. Like, yeah, you may close this door and it may be scary because now it's locked. You can't go back. You're like, fuck, I'm locked out. But then if you just walk up the hall a little bit, another door is open. And maybe a little bit more, another one's going to open. You have to close doors in order for other ones to open. You can't be in another opportunity when you're stuck in a situation that you don't love, that you don't feel fulfilled because you're going to attract how you feel. And if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling miserable and depressed and have anxiety and stress and tired, like that's what you're going to keep feeling until you make a change. I've said this in our first podcast with me and John James that if you're not changing, you're choosing. So it is, I understand it's scary And I understand that the unknown of what's next can be terrifying. But the good thing is, is that you can always come up. If you've reached rock bottom, if you feel like you have nothing left, you can always come up from there. There is always more because... If you have nothing, you can create anything. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but choose your hard. I always say this too. Choose your hard. You can either stay there and play the woe is me card and, you know, not believe in yourself that you can do better and not work towards a better and not put that energy into, you know what? No, this is not my reality. This is not my story or it is my story, but I'm not going to make it the end. Like, this is just a piece of it. This is just a chapter. I will and be better. And to go after what you want and go after what you believe you deserve. Because we are all, we all have righteousness in us. We all have the ability to be great. God wants us to. God wants us to flourish in our gifts and to share our gifts. Because each and every one of us, even if it's similar gift... We all have our own little take on it, our own little precious touch on it. So no person is exactly the same, but we are all from the same source. So we all have that power within us. It's whether or not we tap into it that matters. So I just want to just harp on the importance of finding a higher power for yourself and being comfortable and not ashamed of it. I had been ashamed for so long because I lacked knowledge. I, and I lacked faith because I was that closed off person that was like, no, prove it. I want to see proof before I even make an effort when truly it was the other way around. I had to make the effort for it to be, for it to come true. And I used to think that believing in God was dorky. I used to think that it was a little weird. I'm like, okay, you believe in an invisible man. Like, what? But then I got closer to him 
and closer and built my relationship and understood the story and understood what I needed to do on my part. And I was like, why not accept the upgrade? One, why care what other people think? Because if I'm with God and I accepted his upgrade and I accepted his powers, then maybe I can show that person who thinks I'm weird how great it is. And then maybe they'll change their mind on it. You never know. Never care what other people think. If they think it's weird, they're just lacking of knowledge and that's okay. They will hopefully pray for them. Like all you can do is pray for them and hope that they find God and hope that they find their Holy Spirit and hope that whatever they're going through to give them that mentality, hopefully they can change it one day. Because once you do, I'm telling you, oof, who things shift. Things change for the better, for the greater. And your whole life just becomes divine. And I hope if you're feeling like that, if you feel ashamed for what you believe in or you are lacking knowledge and you're nervous to, you know, talk to someone about it or talk about it in general because you're afraid of judgment or someone being uncomfortable. You know what? Make them uncomfortable. Make them uncomfortable because what they're going to do is they're going to take that uncomfortable feeling and they're going to harp on it and they're going to wonder why that makes them uncomfortable because no one likes to be uncomfortable. So they're going to be like, oh, what, what is this? They may shove it off, but just know it's going to be in the back of their head. And because you put that little piece of Holy Spirit in them, now the Holy Spirit's going to work on them. And they're going to be like, okay, I'm just going to knock on their door, see if they answer, but I'll keep knocking. He's persistent. He's not rude. He's persistent. Like he'll keep knocking, but he won't force himself into your life. So never be ashamed of what you believe in. Take it from me, from someone who used to be, who is like still always working every day on my relationship with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And just to go out there, I used to, I've come across so many people that are like, oh, well, I'm afraid of like, you know, talking about it with people. I'm like, why? I'm like, why? And they're like, well, because of, you know, judgment and people look at you weird. And I'm like, let them, let them look at you weird. Because one, if it's not someone close to you, then you may never see that person again. And your words in that little moment that you guys may experience could change that person's life. You never know. So don't be ashamed of speaking what's on your mind. If it's for a good intention, and if it's for the better and possibly to help someone, never be ashamed. Don't worry about judgment. Because if that person's going to judge you, one, it's no place to, for anyone to judge anyone. <laughs> Period. But if that person's going to judge you, they need that Holy Spirit. They need that enlightenment to be able to get that judgment out of there. Because if they're still judging people, they're not reaching their highest potential and everyone should reach their highest potential. Everyone needs to reach their highest potential in this world because that's where the greater good comes from. And that's what God wants. God wants everyone to reach their highest potential so we can flourish and create a heaven on this earth. And more people need to realize that so we can all work together because the stronger we are, the better life that we all can have. It's all about teamwork. The devil's trying to separate us. The evil, the, you know, <clears throat> that bad energy 
is trying to put his mark on anything that he can in order to separate us, in order to, you know, downgrade us. Because once we all have reached our full power and realize that we have all this power, you like if everyone can see like envision the world that this could be. But we've been so we've been so hypnotized and so structured into a system that literally keeps us below power, keeps us, I mean, a job, literally, I don't know if you've ever heard it, but it's just a, just over broke. Yeah, just over broke. And the system that we've been put into is just to keep us dumb, unhealthy, and powerless. And without the Holy Spirit, without God's help, without God's trust, or with trust in God, we cannot reach that potential. He is here for us, for us to lean back into him and know that our strength and our power comes from him and we all have a bit inside of us. And with that power, we are truly unstoppable. Unstoppable. So I hope you find your power. I hope you flourish in your gift. I hope you share happiness and love with as many people as you can. I hope you be better every day. And I hope you know that you're loved. You are special. You are worthy. You are righteous. And (laughs) all the dreams that you have in your head... They can come true. It's your choice. You always have a choice. So I hope you guys have a beautiful, blessed day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this has helped you kind of understand my mindset and like where I've come from. And if you're in the same mindset, just know that you can break it. You can get out of it. And once you do, it's a beautiful day. (laughs) So you guys... Enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, I'll be back on here, hopefully with John James one of these times. But love you guys. Thank you for listening again. See you next time.